This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Self-Gathering. Are you interested in hearing more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.church forward slash south. How you guys doing today? We're doing great. I'm a little tired. <laughs> so you haven't might, woken up yet? Might be a little loopy. Yeah. Yeah, so random question for the day. What's the biggest muskie you've ever caught? Oh, boy. <laughs> Leading question much? serving <laughs> host we have. Yeah, for me, it's 47 inches. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I, just got back from, yours? I just got back from oh. a trip. I caught a 46 and a half. Oh, so close. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. close. I beat you by half I an inch. I see why we asked the question. <laughs> we don't have, that does not have to be the real question. That's like the other, the other day when uh, Stoney told me he pogo sticked 413 times in a row. I was like, oh, so close. My record's 418. <laughs> He's like, no. I was like, no. I've he never, you? I've never, oh, of course. It's, <laughs> it's Stone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No. Uh, how about the real random question? What's your current favorite worship song? If you have one. Oh, wow. That Stacy is perplexed. My, my favorite current one mm-hmm. in this season is one that I don't think we do here. I don't think we've ever done it here. A thousand reasons. That was called 10,000. 10, no. no, a no. thousand oh. names. A thousand names. A thousand oh. names. A thousand names by Phil Wickham or Sean Kern. They both have a mm-hmm. version of it. Nice. We should do it. You should do it. There you go. Please do it. Mine is. Uh, we just did it. it this last. <laughs> just did it this last Sunday. It's Shepherd. That's a good mm, one. That worship. is good. Yep. It's a good one. It's just yeah, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Stacy, do you have one? I think it's the goodness of God right now. Oh that yeah, one? yeah. Oh, so good. We all heard that one in concert together. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's where I kind of remembered. Kim Walker oh, Smith. I like that song. Kim Walker Smith. I yeah. hadn't heard it for well, a while. I'm that the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Josh Baldwin. Josh Baldwin. Yeah. Anyway, good. Well, that kind of leads us into our topic for the day. We're doing, we're continuing our why we do things the way that we do, why we do what we do <laughs> topic here <laughs> at Bethlehem. And uh, today's topic is why do we worship the way that we do? So, um, you know, I have some thoughts on this, um, mm. but I'm, mm. I might just start by asking you guys a couple questions. If someone were to ask you, you know, someone new to our church, why do we do worship services the way that we do? Um, what's kind of like just a couple general things that you would tell them that would guide them in the right direction? Either one of you. Well. <laughs> That's a cricket. Fine. Um, well, we want our worship to be God-focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, we want to be focused on him and loving him and not, I guess maybe this sounds obvious, but not focused on ourselves or on it being a performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that gets to even like the types of songs that we sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want gospel truths to be explicit and um, I don't know. Those are just a couple of things yeah, coming no, to mind. That's great. Yep, for sure. Dave, do you have anything to throw in there? Yep. Uh, we uh, One of our beliefs would be that the, the main, one of the main things we want to hear is the congregation singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we think of uh, the text like from Ephesians that we're supposed to address one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs. So we actually want to do that. Yep. We think that one of the things God wants to do is meet us as we all sing to each other. So we're not just singing up to God, but we're actually 
admonishing, exhorting, and blessing each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like as we sing the song, The Blessing, I'm singing it for myself, but I'm trying to sing it to everyone else too, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to bless Mm -hmm. everyone else there. Um, The other thing I'd say that I know you would say is we want to have a gospel-shaped worship service. Yeah. Which means that even in the way and the song choices that we do in the liturgy that we do, we're teaching our people, even sometimes kind of subconsciously, the gospel week after week. In other words, what we, we start with adoration. So we want to see we're, we're, some, some kind of song where we see the bigness of God, the transcendence of God, mm-hmm. the holiness of God, the character of God. Yeah. When we see who he is, then we will normally move into some sort of time. Sometimes it's a song. Sometimes it's a reading. Sometimes it's just a silent confession. So mm-hmm. God's big and holy, and we're, we, we've loved other things <laughs> that week. We've run after other things. And then... Coming out of that, there's normally kind of a gospel assurance flavor mm-hmm. of, uh, yes, we've fallen short, but the gospel has drawn us near and we are secure in Jesus and we can celebrate that, which is the, the word that we sometimes use for it would be like Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, so a Thanksgiving song, thank, thankful for the gospel that has bridged that gap between God and us. And then normally what you do at that point, so that's a, normally a little bit more general and then you normally kind of right before the sermon start weaving in themes of the sermon mm-hmm. and the text. So we're kind of rehearsing the gospel, getting our hearts ready for the sermon. And then you and I are normally working together on kind of where the sermon's going to go. And then coming out of that, there's there's a communion moment and then there's a closing song. We're trying to kind of exclamation point all that we've done the rest of the service. Exactly. Yep, that's so good. And that, that kind of gets at an even more fundamental, deeper thing that we believe about worship. Um, and that's worship is fundamentally a response. So what we're doing, the reason that we start with the bigness of God uh, and the transcendence of God is because we worship when we see him. So we see him for mm-hmm. who he is and we think of texts like Isaiah 6 mm-hmm. where Isaiah sees the throne room mm-hmm. and he sees the Lord high and lifted up the train of the robe, filling the temple with glory. And then what does Isaiah do? He responds. So worship is fundamentally a response to the glory of something. Revelation, right? Yeah, so revelation, revelation mm-hmm. and response. So it's, yep, yep, revelation of God. Or, I mean, everybody worships, right? Even non-believers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's a revelation of some kind of glory, sometimes mm-hmm. earthly, you know, the beauty of a mountain or the, uh, you know, music or whatever. Game-winning shot. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. that produces like a response in, mm-hmm. in the heart because we are worship factories mm-hmm. <laughs> and in mm-hmm. as humans. So what we want to do is reveal God from his word in who he is and his character and beauty and then respond appropriately. Mm-hmm. So that's driving everything that we do. And then we, that just mirrors the gospel. So what is the gospel? God is big. We're sinners. Christ has paid for our sins and we trust in him and thank mm-hmm. him for his kindness to us. Mm-hmm. So, so we're just trying to drill that in every single week um, into our services so that not only do we say the gospel, but we're rehearsing it like in mm-hmm. physical ways mm-hmm. in, the, in the things that we do and say and sing. Mm. Um, what else? Why do we, uh, like what kind of songs? Like do we just sing new songs or do we sing old songs we too? We sing or? songs and hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yep. No, I, I actually do appreciate the, um, we were joking about, 
we just couldn't stop Ethan and Stacey from fighting about what was the better form of Vespers um, before <laughs> the show started. Um, so worship wars are always happening. Uh, Pastor Chuck, you know, in his class, and you've ta- I've heard you talk about it this way too, he would talk about how, you know, everyone kind of has their heart language when it comes to worship. Like, you know, there's yeah, some people. Yeah, what's peop- that? Yeah, there's some people. Well, let, let me continue talking and explain. <laughs> there's, there's, some people, right, some people would just go, man, if I went to a church where all they sang was Hillsong, man, that would be perfect. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to incriminate anybody. But Rachel be, really likes Hillsong. But there'd be other uh, there'd be other people that'd say, man, I really wish I could go to a church where all they sang was hymns, right? Or I wish that we yeah. don't go to church where mm-hmm. all they sang was this or that. And, and, and a lot of that's, you know, where you grew up or, you know, where you're at right now in your life and... Um, and and you know some churches the way they solve that is we're gonna we're gonna do separate worship services, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I don't think that's a horrible thing. But I've I've appreciated um, the way at Bethlehem that we can sing a song that is brand new <laughs> that mm-hmm. was just done and is is brand new on the radio, and then we then we're gonna sing a really really old song, and then we're gonna sing a song. Well, if it's you, we're still gonna sing something from the nineties, from the 90s. probably. <laughs> and so there's gonna be this mix. And what I would say is, I, I appreciate it um, because I, I think it does two things. One, I think that it the Bible tells us to do that for a reason. Like mm-hmm. it's good to have a variety of ways we express our worship, and I appreciate that. And second, the reason I like it, like my preference is to do what we do versus like split up into two services. Yeah, is that I think it actually teaches us what's most important about songs is what the truths that they're uh, displaying. And it also teaches us, even in a worship service, that we're not just consumers, but we're a family. Mm-hmm. And we actually ought to outdo one another and showing honor and count others' interests as more important than our own. Mm-hmm. So like, right, there's all sorts of times, like you do a song you like and you never do the songs I want you to do. But I can, I can still <laughs> sit there and worship because I'm going, man, I know... I know Nick's really into this one. I'm glad he's worshiping right now. And these words are great. So I can worship with him. It's like, it's like on our, our family trip to Florida, like we take turns letting kids pick out the songs they want to listen to. Right. Mm-hmm. And we go, man, we're all going to enjoy this together, even if it's not our favorite right now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, like, it's good. It's like me when you guys do Mighty Hand and, you know, <laughs> it's not my preference. It's not my favorite song, but I'm, I'm happy for you and I can still worship. Yeah, yeah, when you do that yeah, song. that's great. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. I sometimes do the songs that you like, Dave. I wear you down. I wear you down eventually. He does. He's like a dripping faucet. <laughs> <laughs> that pebble in your shoe. Yep. <laughs> so what, can I have a question? Yeah. So what do you do with different people's preferences? If people come to you and say, it's too loud, it's too quiet. Can you do this, you know, more of this or less of that? The volume thing goes to Ethan every time. Oh, that's, that's right. That's Ethan's problem. That's right, Ethan. <laughs> I've heard Nick direct people to Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, really, with all of those types of things, I try to have a similar kind of conversation that Dave just outlined in yeah. getting to the the heart of what their opinion is. Like, okay, so do you not like this, this song because like a theological reason? So that's like one kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do you disagree with the truth or something that's expressed in the song? And then we talk about like the Bible and things like that. Or is it, I don't really like that style or the beat's hard to sing or whatever, you know, that type of thing. 
Um, and that's a different conversation. And that's a conversation of, well, I, I totally understand that that's your preference and I respect that. And I love that you love the things that you love. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where that was yep. going. <laughs> yep. um, but there are other people that have other preferences and they're a part of this family too. And so what we're doing is we're trying to know people and then take, you know, people's heart languages into account and try to give expression to us as a full body, mm-hmm. as a church, mm-hmm. as a blood bought family. And that's a really beautiful thing. It's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be messy. You know, there's a variety of opinions and it, that's great. Um, but what we're, what, what we're doing is we're trying to not lose sight of what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're worshiping the Lord. We're speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We're doing it corporately together. And that's what's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, that other conversation, you know, about the words that we sing, I'm always, you know, we've never sang a song that I haven't <laughs> really gone over the words and made sure that I'm like, yep, that's biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with that. A lot of times I'll ask Dave, what do you think about this line? You know, is this okay? Mm-hmm. And we'll have a conversation. Um, but very intentionally, we're trying to make sure that we're always singing truth because we want our affections for God to be awakened by truth, right? Not by falsehood, not by half truths, mm-hmm. um, but accurate statements about God. So, so it, it, just thinking, uh, I don't know how much time we have left, but um, you know, if as just thinking about our worship culture here at the South Campus, is if there was something that you you guys would want to say to our people just about worship, um, just like maybe this is just a thought that you've been thinking of, or something to exhort, like, hey, be thinking about this as you worship, or you know, I'd really love it if we started doing this or that or the other thing. Do you have anything that you just want to say about worship? Uh, one thing I always think of, and I don't know that it's, uh, it, I don't know that it's because I perceive a lack or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I think a hope I have as a pastor is that people are coming expectantly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, expectant that God wants to meet us as a family, but also wants to meet every person as an, as an individual. You know, it's why I, um, I'm praying Saturday night and I'm praying Sunday morning for the Lord to come and meet us. And I, I just hope that when people come, they come expecting that the Lord wants to show up and actually do something yeah. mm. among us. Um, Cause I think, I think it's easy to go through the motions and I think it's even easy um, at a church like ours, maybe to come and sing really good lyrics, which we should do mm-hmm. and hear a message from the Bible, which we should preach and leave, you know, take communion, which we should take and leave going, yep. oh, that was really good. I should think about that. And then, and then kind of leave it there. And uh, so, so maybe I'd, I'd hope that people would come expectantly and then take the time, whether it's that afternoon or sitting in their seats for an extra 10 minutes after the service or whatever, to just whatever the Lord's been impressing on their hearts, mm-hmm. to kind of let him work that into the, the nooks and crannies so that it sticks. Because um, I think it's easy to just go week to week and, you know, almost treat it like it's your your one meal of the week and I'm going to eat and it's going to sustain me and kind of get me to the next week versus I'm going to, I want to, I want to really digest that and have it start to change me so that week by week there's this transformation happening. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those just be kind of the, 
the burdens I have for mm-hmm. people. Yep. Do you have anything, Stacy? Hmm. Or- I kind of put you on the spot here, so if you don't, that's okay. I mean, it's kind of the same as what Dave said. Um, Yeah, come wanting to engage with the Lord and worship, you know, in worship and um, to come and meet him with everybody Mm. else. Yep. But, I mean, I I got saved in a more charismatic church, and so that is a little bit of my bent of, like, wanting to come and, like, feel something. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I guess what I would say is like, just come expecting, like Dave said, and um, just be open to what the Lord has for you and, mm-hmm. and then express, mm. be, feel free to express yeah. what that is because we do in other yep. situations and sometimes I feel inhibited and I don't want to be, but um, you know, to express what you're feeling, whether that be joy or sadness um, mm. and use your body to express it. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say is just to come and there's a right response to the truths and the emotions that we're feeling, you know, and just to not feel, you know, we want to do things decently and in order. Always. Right. So we're, we're, yep. we're always trying to be biblical in what we do. We yep. don't want to do things that are unbiblical. Um, but to just feel the freedom that within, within the bounds of scripture to be able to express, um, the, the truths and the emotions that you're feeling in that time with God mm-hmm. and just feel free to do that. And I know we live in, you know, Minnesota mm-hmm. and <laughs> fairly reserved, you know, culture and that's fine. Um, not everybody needs to express themselves the same way. Right. Um, but just to, to not feel like, Oh, I can't, you know, I can't raise my hands. That would be weird or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to come and just really expect to meet with the Lord and to express those emotions to him, pour out your heart mm-hmm. and um, to let the word that we're hearing and singing and praying uh, and the corporate fellowship that we're doing do its work in your heart mm-hmm. and to have its proper um, response. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thanks guys. This is great. Can't wait to worship with you guys on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>